Hey, you're back. I see you. I see you right there. You're in your sweatshirt or a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, speaking of, oh, wait, we're, we are selling t-shirts and sweatshirts for <laughs> oh, good, for oh, charity. <laughs> Make sure once you're done listening to this, go to brookandjeffrey.com and go buy some underwear. Oh, wait, I don't think we're selling no, any no, underwear. No, no, it's, okay. it's, it's merch okay. for a cause. Go but... buy a t-shirt and help someone out today. <laughs> Guys, look what I have. What do you... A oh. paper fortune teller. I, I love those. Brooke, yeah. do mine. Okay. You remember how to do this, right? Yeah, yeah. What color? Red. R-E-D. Okay, what number? What number? One, two, five, or six. Two. One, two. You want me to go again, or you want me to pull it? Pull it. Do six. Okay. Six says, we're late. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the fortune is oh. always right. I they wanted a better We're fortune. late. They, they all say we're late. So we gotta do WCII. Which clip is it? Come With on. two viral sound bites off the internet and only enough time to play one of them. Let's get right into your choices. Option one is a 30-second clip of Kermit the Frog putting Rick Astley to shame with his soul-bearing rendition of Never Gonna Give You Up. Every, oh. every week, that title just gets more enticing. <laughs> or do you want option two? A 27-second oddly soothing clip Ooh. of a dude playing the trombone inside a giant empty swimming pool and letting the nice. reverb take over. Oh. What's it gonna hard. be? Soulful Muppet or uh. Rusty Trumpet? Oh, Alexis. It's hard. I'm actually gonna go Soulful Muppet. Yeah. Oh, okay, Kermit gets one, bro. I gotta go with Kermit too. My wow. main man from you know. All right, let's I'm hear. Trombone. <laughs> We're gonna hear Kermit the Frog putting Rick Astley to shame with his rendition of "Never Gonna Give You Up." I just wanna <laughs> tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna turn around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie and, and hurt you. Yeah, no, we've known each other uh, for so long. Yeah, your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say goodbye. <laughs> So worth it. That was Which Clip Is It? I'm Jeff Gooselips DeBeau. Let's get Uh-oh. right into your shot collar question of the day. With our own Kermit. Yeah. A lot of people say Digital Jake sounds like He does Kermit. that, that yeah. comparison. <laughs> Digital Jake, give us a shot collar question of the day. Timed appropriately for the day after tax day, it's wear pajamas to work day. Oh. Alexis, I like that you wore your PJs today. Hey. You gotta be real confident to sport those out in public, so good for you. Oh, oh that's a back Very nice. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure who made wear pajamas to work a thing, but it's becoming nationally and virtually more popular. Mm. Even celebs like Selena Gomez and Jeff's mom have been spotted rocking <laughs> sleepwear while out and about. Your little negligee, Jeff. Yeah. As you're getting ready for work listening to us, get cozy and comfy okay. for a soft and silky Ooh. one and done pajama shot collar question of the day. All right. I like it. I'll ask each of you a question about PJs and their history. And if you get it wrong, huh. you're going to snuggle up to 10,000 volts coming out of a dog's shot collar. That's a lot. Yeah, sweet mm-hmm. dreams. <laughs> and we're going to start with the person who still wears their childhood bunny footy pajamas to bed, Alexis. <laughs> They're cute. Here's your question. And remember, nobody can help uh, her. Okay. Okay. While it's now considered a novelty, before 1950, it was common for pajamas to have what feature included? 
Mm. I don't really know what novelty is supposed I to be by that. You really? do? Yeah. My first thought goes to like onesies, like being able to just like, is that considered a novelty? I don't know, like it has the full on, like full body zipper one piece. Um, Tearaway pants. That would be fun <laughs> on pajamas. Uh, I don't know, I can't think of anything old pajamas have. I'm going a onesie, Jake? Like adult onesie? I don't know. Before 1950, it was not uncommon for pajamas to have a drop seat or a butt uh, flap yeah. to make it easier to use the bathroom. Huh. Go out to the outhouse. <laughs> Over to Brooke. Yep. Nightcaps were popular to wear to bed in the 19th century. Oh, yeah, they were. They were intended to keep people's heads warm, but got their long, pointy shape for a very specific reason that turned out to be very helpful. What was it? Oh. Whoa. That's interesting, the long, pointy yeah. shape. So my first thought is kind of gross. Like, people had an issue with lice. Ew. And it was like to keep the lice in their head or to keep the lice out of I don't their know, head. Or out. I don't know what or bed bugs, like it was a bed bug thing, but mm. I don't know why it would be long and pointy for that, like, you know. Sometimes it can hang down over your shoulder, maybe you use it to blow your nose in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know, you're, oh. you're snoring and you wake yeah, up. Yeah, they all had handkerchiefs yeah. back then though. I mean handkerchiefs were really common. Maybe it held oh. something inside. Like you stored something in there, like keys or a knife. Oh, <laughs> a knife. Oh, a knife. Yeah. In case an intruder came in, you wanted easy access to or it. Or in Brooke's case, in case her husband wanted to. Right. <laughs> it's a little, a little fresh. Hey, back off, buddy. That's really funny. Or if your spouse is snoring, you could pull it down over their face. <laughs> that way, muffle the noise. I actually don't mind the handkerchief use, but I think I'm going to stick with it somehow prevented bed bugs. Back in the 19th century, not only did people want to keep their heads warm at nighttime, but they had nightcaps with a long pointy shape so they'd be long enough to wear as a scarf, but not long enough to oh. pose a choking hazard. Oh. Oh. They could cover their neck. Keep their neck warm. But not all the way. Interesting. On to Jose. Same. In the late 1800s in Eastern China, footy pajamas were very popular. Not because they were trendy or just to keep your feet warm. Tell me, what was the unique reason kids and all adults began to wear them to sleep? I know we're not supposed yeah. to help, but no, we're, not we're, allowed, we're just weren't allowed to help me. each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. poor Alexis. I know. Thank you. you. I'm pretty uh, sure we China was making Legos back then, <laughs> and so, so maybe, we got it in the middle of the night. You know how much those hurt to step on. So my thought for you, Jose, is you know there's no indoor toilets probably at the time, so they had to walk out to the bathroom. So if you had footy pajamas in the middle of the night, you didn't have to worry about slippers. Oh, like oh, yeah. But then I had another thought that maybe they had a you know, some sort of rodent problem where they'd nibble your feet or, you know. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to go with, so when they got up in the middle of the night, their little feet and tops were warm. Back in the day, the Chinese created footy pajamas out of necessity to protect people's feet from bed bugs and termites. I can chew up my bed, but please leave my toes alone. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's getting shocked so far. Mm. On to Jeffrey. Back in the Roaring Twenties, it would not be uncommon to see high society men and women wear their PJs to this outdoors area. Oh. In fact, if you were rich, it was known as a flaunt. Tell me where. Really? Yeah. Rich people? I was thinking like rich people in the 20s are at a polo field. Oh Yeah, I was um, thinking the same thought like the horse races. Mm. They would always go there and if you're spending mm. six hours betting on horses, maybe you want to take a nap halfway through. I mean, or maybe <laughs> it's because you're doing something early after a big soiree or party the night before. So it's like, look at me, I was up until four in the morning partying. Right. Like it's yeah. almost like a brag, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Back in the 20s, bathing suits were basically like long johns. Okay, yeah, I'm following you. So you're going to go beach. Maybe the ah. beach, that was the original 
Let's swimsuit. Let's, how about let's do that? Let's go. Uh, they, they warm to the beach as bathing suits. The Roaring Twenties didn't have a lot of options for entertainment, and that's why if you wanted to go have some fun outside, you'd meet Jay Gatsby and all his pals in their pajamas while enjoying a leisurely day at the beach. Oh, oh, that's impressive. All right. So I won't be getting shocked. Meanwhile, Jose Brooke and Alexis will all take a group shock together while okay. singing yep. Bad at Love by Halsey. I'm bad in love, ooh, ooh. But for trying. You know I keep lying, saying you were the one. Ooh, ooh. Wow. Oh, man. Bad at more than just love, apparently. That's your shot collar question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You know, life is really all about the choices that you make. And take it from me. All it takes is one small bad decision, which leads you to another bad decision and another. And before you know it, Uh-oh. your life is spiraling out of control and you're hosting an internationally syndicated radio show <laughs> while your parents shake their heads and weep in disappointment. Oh, this is rock bottom for you. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Sorry. When I did talk to your daddy, was wondering when you were going to get a real job. It yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, you never should have joined the radio promo team all those years ago. But one of so our cute. listeners knows exactly what that's like. Because he was just trying to bond with his eight-year-old son, mm-hmm. and he made one questionable decision, Uh-oh. which led to another, Uh-oh. and now he's in way over his head. Uh-oh. So you're going to find out what he did and why he can't escape now in a brand new edition of The Mass Speaker coming up at 710. You don't know me. A confession I can't take back. The Masked Speaker. And sometimes I wish I could mask my voice so nobody listening knew who I was on this show. Okay, Jeff. You're it's, like, it's called fucking Jeffrey in the morning. Yeah, the, the shame is it's too much. Okay. All right. Yes, it's true. I work with Brooke Fox. Yeah. <laughs> One of our listeners is on the phone ready to give their confession, and he's chosen to go by the false identity, Brian. Hiya, Brian. Okay. How you doing, Dad? You you both can't do it. (laughs) That's Fred, Brian. Oh, hi, Fred. Yeah. 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 Okay, your voice sounds pretty legit, Brian. Yeah, Yeah, his is way better than yours. Yeah, so you are today's mass speaker. We, as you can tell, we've altered your voice using our voice changer. Whenever you're ready, go ahead. Share your confession. Well, I've been divorced. With my wife for some time and Brian, that's pretty common these days. Well, we don't need to be ashamed anymore. Are you saying your wife doesn't know about it? Is oh, that what the, the confession is? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the issue we're divorced and you know, been trying to build a relationship with the kids. I have an older daughter, she's okay. in high school, and my uh, son, eight years old. Yeah, Aww, good job, man. Aww. That's awesome. Yeah. Like putting effort in and being a good dad. Yeah, I mean, you know, weekends here and there, but in either case. My son, I really want to build a relationship, you know, that father-dad thing. So now I've, I decided to download TikTok because he's on TikTok. And, wow. you know, I wanted to see nice. what he's been doing. So you're a cool Aww, dad. That's so yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been fun. What kind yeah. of things do you get into on TikTok to bond with your son? Well, we'd be doing the different challenges, the dance. I can't dance. What a lick. You know, I have two left feet, maybe three. <laughs> but... Right. We started doing this one challenge, which is awesome. It's called the prank challenge. The prank challenge? So let me describe it. You disguise yourself as a particular 
work person or whatever professional. And I do it for a little bit to see if people believe me. Okay. okay. So you're like, oh, I'm a doctor. And then like an hour oh. into the surgery, they're uh, like, oh, yeah. maybe they're not. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not a doctor. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> Famous on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. That sounds like it could be fun. Well, like, what what yeah. kind of professions do you like pretend to be? Well, this one profession that I've been doing, which is really awesome, I'm a, a baseball scout. Baseball scout. <laughs> Why is that funny to me? That's so wait, funny, are yeah. you going to like little league games with like a clipboard? Oh no, and... no, high school, oh, high school. school. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. yeah I, guess... I have on my mustache, you know, my <laughs> cap. Oh, Why do I believe him more because of the mustache? Yeah, <laughs> it seems legit. Like aviators <laughs> and a mustache. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, I got I got looked apart, and <laughs> it's really been awesome. My son loves it. He's like, all right. So, I, Brian, I I hate to stop you here but is that your big confession that you're admitting to (laughs) that sometimes you dress up as a pro baseball scout to bond with your son it led to something else Uh so one one day there was a game and one of the moms sat down next to me and started talking to me and wanted to get more information and you know, I stayed in character. I was. She approached me in scout mode. Why do I feel like you used an accent for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, well, you know, Mom, you do some things, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, some very good scout voice. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, even through the voice changer, that sounds funny. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> so you know, I started talking to her, and one thing led to another. Exchange phone numbers, and we've been dating for two months now. What? what? Wow. Wait. Yeah. I thought you were exchanging numbers because you were going to get her son into some baseball program. Oh, no, Brooke. I mean, she, that's what she would like me to do. And I mean, that's how oh. it started out. But she's a really awesome woman. And we've really been bonding. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, she doesn't know? She doesn't know that was a joke? No, it's, it's been two months, and every time we go out, I, I have to dress and act like the pro scout. I mean, oh my, my mustache and everything. <laughs> the mustache? She doesn't even know how I really look. Oh, yikes. Oh, how do wow. you, I mean, ugh, that is crazy. How do you feel when you're sitting with her and you know you're a total sham? You're a total lie. Yeah. I feel bad, but part of me feels good because I'm having a healthy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting definition Plus, of healthy relationship. Plus, think of all the likes he's going to get when he finally posts oh, this yes. on TikTok. Right. Um, I mean, at her expense, but here's the <laughs> caveat. She wants to know what teams are looking at her son oh, and I. No. Easy. Every single one. Yeah. Every single team. Well, no, I told her about the Tampa Bay Braves. So. You named a team? Yeah. Why would you name a team, Why dude? Specific team? Yeah. Why wouldn't you say he's not good enough? I can't tell her that. That's, yeah. You can't tell a mom that your son's not good enough. Yeah, not yeah. if you want to hook up with her. You got to no lie. Yeah. I mean, she's going to find out. She's going to, like, somehow contact the Tampa Bay Grays or whatever. Like, Grays, bro. Grays. <laughs> Grays, whatever. <laughs> the Grays, I wish you went to the purple. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a better team. All I want to know is what's your end game? What are you going to do when she yeah. calls you out? Yeah. I'm going to tell her that I'm going to the Dominican Republic to scout more players. <laughs> and I'm going to be out of I'm going to be out of the country. What so. are you going to leave the country? <laughs> He's right. This lie. They go to Dominican Republic, you can go to Puerto Rico. I so mean, you're going to lean into the lie. Yes. <laughs> you might as well become a real scout at this point. Yeah. I mean, 
Are you worried at all, Brian, that the woman that you're dating might be listening to our show right now and thinking to herself, huh, I'm dating a guy that says he's a pro scout and said my son could be on the Tampa Bay Grays. No, I'm, I mean, I don't even like baseball, but, you know, I tried to teach him how to butt, and uh, I didn't even know how to do it. Butting's pretty easy, yeah. too. I was actually holding the bat the wrong way. I didn't oh, even know right. yeah, Keep your eye on the ball or the, or the bat. Or the yeah. right. That's why he's not going to get signed by a pro team. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing, Brian. And text wow. in to 78592 if you have a confession that you've been holding on to. Or we if can... you're dating Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Seriously. We're willing to yeah. hide your identity by masking your voice so that you can become the next mass speaker. Your phone tap's coming up. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's time for your phone tap. And today, we attempt to do something that we've never done on this show before. Okay, what's up? Trying to make financial literacy funny. Uh, I don't even know what financial literacy is. Yeah. I'll be honest. Okay. When I was in the middle of doing this call, I was thinking, this is going exactly how I thought it would. Kind of boring. That's what a tease. Can't wait to tune in. Well, <laughs> so I said something I probably shouldn't have. Oh. And it changed the course of the conversation. I'm a little embarrassed about it now, but Uh-oh. you'll hear what I said in your phone <laughs> tap right now. It's another phone tap. In weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, my name's Riley. Are you Lucas? This is him. How can I help you? Hey, Lucas. I work over in corporate HR. And I was hoping to chat with you about something for a second. Yeah, sure, of course. What's up? As you know, the company sent out an email recently regarding financial literacy. You might remember it asked a bunch of questions about 401ks and HSAs and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember. Great. So it turns out you actually did very well on it. You really know your stuff. Really? <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, I'm looking over it right now. It turns out you're investing in your 401k. You picked a modest medical plan. So you're a really good role model for some of our other employees. I don't know what to say. I mean, I try to be pretty good at it. And, you know, the company matches. So it's good stuff. Well, your instincts are right on. And that's why management wanted to know if you might consider being a part of a mentorship program that we're going to be starting up here. Um, You're sure that they want me? I mean, I know some things, but not enough to actually tell other people about it. I think you'd actually be perfect. And the idea is you're going to be paired up with another employee that maybe isn't as good with their money as you are. I just don't want there to be like a conflict of interest or, 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 or someone like if, you know, if it's a, if it's my team leader, I feel like that might be, I don't know, maybe, maybe a little strange, but I mean, if it's coming from corporate, then excuse my French, but is your butthole tight, Lucas? I'm, I'm sorry, did you just say is my whole pipe? Because it's a really simple thing. I mean, I'm not asking you to do rocket science here. It's more like checking to see if they're spending all their money on lobster dinners every night when they should be buying McDonald's. But, you know, they're going to listen to you because you're a peer instead of us up at corporate. Sure. I mean, um... All right, so you're on board then. Um, I guess so. That's the team spirit that I'm looking for. So here's how it's going to work. To help out your coworkers, we're going to be supplementing them with some of your pre-taxed income. All right? So you're giving them my money? I mean, yeah, but don't worry. It's not going to be a lot. Probably no more than 
15% of your paycheck. That's the max. No, I wasn't aware that this was going to be a financial implication for myself. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like I was right earlier. Your hole is tight. <laughs> okay, sir. Yes, I guess my hole is tight, if that's what you wanted to say. Right. We're you... not going to spend this whole conversation talking about the tightness of your hole. Okay, let's get back to what we were discussing earlier, the thing you already agreed to, and that's helping out. Yeah, but you're saying that you're taking my money. That sounds crazy. No, I'm not going to. Just listen. In order for the mentors to really care during this program, we found it to be more effective if they use their own money. Because then there's higher stakes in it. Then pay me more money. Sorry, that's not how the program works, unfortunately. Corporate's really holding tight onto that. Well, of course, corporate wants to hold on to their own money, but they want to spend my money on some ridiculous program. And nope. I mean, that is the definition nope. of financial irresponsibility. Correction, by... it's not your money. It's their money now. I got to be honest, I, I'm not enjoying the looks and the optics of this program. And I okay. just, well, uh, no, I, yeah, I'm going to have to say no. I need you to unclench because you already consented. You know, can you stop with the clenching and the unclenching and the beak of the holes and everything? I mean, I just, very unprofessional. I don't like it. Fine. You've already said holes are out. Now clenching's off limits too. You're a very demanding person, I have to say. And I hope you bring that type of mentality with you when we start this program on Monday. You're going to see it reflected in your paycheck. No, I, I haven't agreed to this. Well, I'm not agreeing. I'm sorry to correct you here, but you already did agree to it. And I'm recording this phone call, so I have proof. You're recording this phone call? You're trying to set me up for this? That's right, I am. Well, I didn't give permission to that either. I didn't need permission from you. I got it from your coworker, Josh, because he wanted to set you up for a prank phone call. What? Yeah, this is actually a joke. My name's Jeffrey from the radio show, Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and we're doing a phone tap on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, your coworker, Josh, set you up. He said your company made all the employees do some sort of financial literacy test and that you were all worked up about it. So he wanted to mess with you. It was stupid, and I know I didn't do well on it. So this was freaking me out. Well, no, you didn't do that bad. I mean, there's some lady over in accounting who's going to be using your money to buy a new PS5. You should be proud of that. <laughs> Fine. Well, then she needs to let me play it then, all right? <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for your brand new Awkward Tuesday phone call. And recently, we experienced a first. Oh. One of our segments that we tried to do got us into hot water. Mm. Not with management, yeah. but with one of our listeners. Oh. Uh -oh. Well, that's not too much of a first. Too new, yeah. I mean, <laughs> get mad at yeah. Well, no, apparently ever since it happened, they've had their life and their relationship completely turned upside down. Oh, no. Because of us? Okay, and, so oh. that that is not good. Yeah, Dang. and when I heard that, of course, I immediately blamed Jose. <laughs> who, I didn't do anything. Who immediately blamed Alexis. Uh -huh. Who not blamed me. Brooke. Yeah, because it's her fault. Who blamed yeah. her husband. Yeah. So, uh, typical. you know what? Yeah. This is really Brooke's husband's fault. <laughs> yeah. Really Good job, Michael. Yeah. You're listening, Michael. We're mad at you. But still, <laughs> when we get home today. It falls to us to fix it once again. Oh man! Gosh, story of our relationship, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why you're still married to him. I mean, we're all married to him at this I point. Mean, us, yeah, you yeah. Know? We, we we're, have a talk. We're not He's letting him so out of the cute. basement until the it's end really of the hard. month. <laughs> yeah, you stay in the basement, Michael. Michael. But you're gonna hear what happened in one of the messiest awkward Tuesday phone calls we've ever done. Oh no. It's coming up right after this. It's awkward. It's Tuesday. It's awkward Tuesday phone call.
We've got a guy on the phone for an awkward Tuesday phone call. Somebody that the morning show kind of knows already. What? Oh, really? His name's Justin, and I say we kind of know him because he actually emailed us a couple of weeks ago about doing a phone tap on his girlfriend. Oh, okay. And he wanted us to try and prank call her. So we did. We tried. And here's how that call went. Hello? Hello, is this Olivia? Yeah, who's this? My name is Rolando. I am calling about the love seat you have for sale on Craigslist. <laughs> oh my God, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I listen to your show. I know your Rolando character. This is Jose, isn't it? <laughs> no, I said my name is Rolando. <laughs> I know that character. So sorry to ruin this for you. Oh, my gosh. Right away. <laughs> I couldn't even get two sentences in. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. We never played it, so I never yeah. heard it, yeah. obviously. Yeah, Would have yeah. been the worst phone tap we ever aired so, if we did play it. Obviously, it <laughs> failed. And that was about a week ago. But Justin's emailed us again saying now he needs our help, not with another prank. Yeah, because he's given up on that. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like, you guys aren't good at those. He needs help with something else. Justin? Oh. You there? Hey, what's up, guys? Do you need Rolando to come back and help you, Justin? Are we just like your fix-it-all type of people for you? You guys like kind of screwed it up, and I needed you guys' help to fix it. Oh, Uh, what? Oh, so you're blaming? Are you blaming all of us or just Jose? I mean, I'm kind of blaming all you guys. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you too. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Are you me. sure he was supposed to call the complaint line? Because that's what it feels like right now. Do yeah. we have one of those? Yeah, it's full. All the lines full. are full on that one. So I guess we had to take him live. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that the prank didn't go the way we wanted it to, Justin. So why are you reaching out to us again now? I mean, ever since that happened, my girlfriend's been avoiding me. Oh. I haven't seen her. Uh, I haven't spoken to her. It's oh. almost been a full week now, and I don't know. I guess she's, like, mad that like, I tried to prank her, and I oh. thought she'd laugh because, like, she loves your show, and she loves the phone taps, but, like, I don't know. That's Wait. the thing about the phone taps is, you know, a lot of people laugh at them, but some people are mad even after we uh, tell them it's a prank. They're, like, but she wasting did, my time. I mean, what I just heard when you called her, Jose, mm-hmm. she didn't sound mad. Yeah, you're right. She was happy. She thought it was cool. She's just taking it out on him, though. Yeah, have, yeah. so... <laughs> After the prank call attempt, did you ever, like, actually speak to her? Did she reach out to you and say that Jose tried to do a phone tap on her? I mean, not really. Mm -hmm. I just think she thinks maybe, like, since I tried to prank her, it's like my way of calling her dumb. Oh. Like she would be, like, a sucker or something. Okay, so you haven't spoken to her at all since the phone tap? Has there been text messages or phone calls at least? I mean, she's texted me back, but it's just been, like, one-word responses. So that's why, like, I know something's wrong. Wow, Jose, I thought Rolando was supposed to be, like, the master of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, it's possible that Jose has actually swooped in on this woman and <laughs> has now stolen him away. <laughs> Jose? Not swooping in on anybody. Well, no Jose, is there anything you want to tell us? But... Absolutely not. Okay, what about Rolando? Rolando, are you doing something? <laughs> Rolando does not kiss in there, my friend. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I believe you're going to have to show me your DMs a little after this. But you want to see a lot of the word red? Yeah. So, Justin, now, what, you want us to do an Awkward Tuesday phone call to get in touch with her? Yeah, like, it would mean a lot because you guys did this to start with, and uh, it would really help me out. 
Maybe huh. we do another character like Clover. No, no, no more characters. <laughs> We're gonna drop the characters because I don't. Yeah, think... no more voices or anything like that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. is she is she the type of person that can normally like you know dish it out, but she can't take it? No, normally she's a pretty good sport, but this is like the first time I've had like a prank phone call done on her, so I don't know. Okay, uh, okay. It's kind of a random. She really passionate about that love seat she's selling on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just caught her at a bad time. She was like hangry or something. Maybe it's the love seat. I hope. <laughs> well, I mean, let's find out. It's been going on for like seven or eight days now, guys. So like, oh. I don't know. It seems like something's wrong, and you know, she's not telling me, and it's kind of bugging me. Okay, well, let's try and fix the relationship that Jose broke. It's not, I didn't do anything. I'm doing my job. Well, I don't know. Okay, no guilt there at all, Jose. Okay, we're going to play a song. We'll come back. We'll give you a little bit of advice, and then we'll let you make your Awkward Tuesday phone call. All right, Justin? Okay, thanks. All right, hold on. It's Awkward. It's Tuesday. It's Awkward Tuesday phone call. If you're just tuning in, it's the first Awkward Tuesday phone call where the awkward situation was actually caused by us. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh. I mean, well, you know what? what? That may not be the first it's time. It's not the first time. I'm sure we've ruined many relationships over the course of our radio careers. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? This is the first time we actually have a chance to fix a problem that we caused. Oh, man. That's a good way to put it. Because Justin, our listener, asked us to prank his girlfriend Olivia about a week ago. We tried, mm-hmm. and it didn't go so well. And so we played it before, but if you missed it, here it is again. Hello? Hello, is this Olivia? Yeah, who's this? My name is Rolando. I am calling about the love seat you have for sale on Craigslist. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I listen to your show. I know your Rolando character. This is Jose, isn't it? No, I said my name is Rolando. <laughs> I know that character. So sorry to ruin this for you. Oh my gosh, right away. <laughs> I couldn't even get two sentences in. Can I just say props to Jose for trying to stick with it even after she said yeah. this is Jose? Yeah. Yeah. Back, like, she's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Like, yeah. what is she going to do? Yeah. She was having none of that. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to know when to give up. But, but she sounded uh, happy on the call. That's what I don't understand. She yeah. did. That's why this is so weird. Now, Justin has reached back out to us one more time because ever since that failed phone prank, he's been having a hard time getting a hold of his girlfriend. Yeah, she won't call him. She won't call him, barely responds to his text messages. And honestly, in the first part, when we talked to Justin, he sounded pretty upset with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Justin, I'm sorry that this is happening. But we're really going to try our best to fix this. And by we, I mean Brooke and Jose. Because <laughs> I know they have some good advice for you on what to do in this call. What do you guys think? Well, Justin, I mean, you said earlier that you thought that maybe she's mad because she thinks you were poking fun at her for being dumb. Yeah. I think you just need to go in with what your real intention of the phone tap was. Because that obviously wasn't it. And you haven't had a chance to explain it yet either, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, why did you want to do a phone tap on her? You know, we love listening to the segment, and I just thought it would make her laugh, you know? Yeah, 
That seems simple enough. I would have gone the opposite way. I would have been like, oh, you're not as dumb as I thought. Like, I love you. <laughs> this is much better. No, no, no. No, okay. No, no. This is why I think Jose and Brooke are much better at this. Jose, do you have anything for him? I still say you try another phone tap character like Ray Flambe. No. Yeah. All right, no. girl, what's up? You okay, Justin, so... I feel like I need to apologize again on oh Jose's God. behalf this what time. What about Finlay? We've got a lot of characters no. to choose Jose, from. do you want them no. to break up? Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'm just pissed that I failed at my phone tap. Yeah. <laughs> but I will be here to help. Okay, that's what we can promise. Yes. We can't promise mm -hmm. that we're going to fix anything, but we'll at least be there. Yes. To watch it go down in flames. Uh, I hope you're wrong on that one. I do, too. <laughs> Me, too. I hope that she's a good sport about this, and I hope that we can get her on the phone and explain yeah. what's going on and get to the bottom of this, okay? Hey, let's do it. All right. Here we go. I'm going to dial the number and let you make your call. Hello? Hey, Olivia? Justin? Why is your number different? Well, I'm just calling from a from another number. Okay, what's going on? You know I don't want to talk to you right now. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure out why. Like, are you okay? I'm fine. I know what fine means. Like, obviously something's bothering you. Yeah. Look, if this is about the phone prank thing, I'm sorry. I thought you would think it was funny. I didn't want to offend you. Well, it wasn't offensive. I mean, it didn't even work. I knew it was a prank call right away. Okay, so what's going on? I feel like ever since that happened, you've been, like, so distant. Are you mad at me? I mean, I would say more disappointed than mad. Okay, well, can you talk to me about it? I don't know. It's, it's still kind of raw for me. Listen, I didn't tell the guy to do that dumb voice on the call. Like, that's not my fault. It's not that. Well, can you tell me? Because I just feel weird. Like, not seeing or talking to you. I just want to make it better. Like, what can I do? I don't think there's anything you can do now. I just have to figure out stuff on my own. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. I feel like you're not telling me something. I'm your boyfriend. I want to be there to support you. Yeah, that's the problem right there. What? What's the problem? I don't want my boyfriend to support me. I want my fiancé to support me. Wait, are you coming to seeing someone else and you're engaged? What? No. I'm saying that I don't want to be boyfriend-girlfriend with you. I want to be engaged to you. That's why I thought you were going to propose. But it was just a dumb prank that you were playing on me. Oh. Oh, my God. Wow. You did not do this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hey. Up, hey, it's me. Remember me? Oh. We're friends. <laughs> hey, do you remember me? No, we're no, no. no, we told you not to do that, Jose. Hey, Olivia, again. <laughs> Justin, what did you do? Oh, not good. Yeah. No, it's a good thing. Yeah. Hey. I mean, two wrongs make a right. That's what they say, Olivia. All the time. <laughs> you guys have to stop calling me. You're ruining my life. We want to fix it. We want to fix your ruined life, Olivia. I feel like that should be the slogan of our show. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, ruining your life. But no, Olivia, seriously, Justin wanted to get a hold of you because ever since the prank call, you've been ignoring him. And what did you say? You thought what was happening? That he was proposing? 
yeah, one of my friends said Brooke and Jeffrey would be calling me soon, and I thought it was going to be an on-air proposal, and I got really excited. Oh. And then I found out it was just a phone tap. Oh, God, it was so disappointing. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's not a very good friend to tip you off that you're about to get phone tapped. <laughs> Or she's not a very good listener. We don't have a proposal segment, yeah. Olivia. We don't do that. Yeah, we've done we, it once. Oh my god. We only do breaking up people segments. That's all that we have. Wait, Justin, did you even know that? Do you even know that she wanted you to propose? Well, I had no idea that someone tipped her off. Like that kind of ruins the prank. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a bigger problem. Yeah, I don't know. Jose's <laughs> really good. It wasn't his fault, actually. Yeah, you're off the hook, Jose. Yay, like, I feel better. It was definitely the friend. How do you feel about the proposal, Justin? Uh, I mean, it it didn't even really cross my mind. Oh. Uh-oh, dude. That's not... It didn't even cross your mind? Proposing to me? Oh, my God. Backtrack, backtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dig hole. Dig hole. I mean, it's been in the back of my mind. That's what I meant to say. Oh, Good. oh okay. Is that better? Very We've been dating for almost three years. I mean. Oh, you've been together for three years? Oh. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I know we've been together for three years, but, like, why would you think I would do it with a stupid phone prank, like, with these guys? Oh. Hey. I feel like that was a dig at us. No, I think it's fair. Yeah, okay. You know that I listen to the show. I just thought it would be, like, something we could bond over, you know, like, ooh, a proposal. On the radio. Okay. Well, yeah. so you're saying, Olivia, that a proposal over the radio would be something that you would enjoy? Actually, any proposal, anytime, anywhere would be okay with me. If it's coming from you, yes. Is this where I step in? No. (laughs) Although it does open a window here because, Justin, I feel like this is a really good opportunity if you wanted to ask her anything that that may have been in the back or across or underneath (laughs) any part of your mind. Now would be a good time to ask a question. I don't know. Sometimes you have to force men to do things. It feels like a guilt proposal. I mean, let's hear from Justin. Justin, is there anything you would like to ask to your girlfriend? Um, I mean, like, I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but I I have something else planned. (gasps) Really? Oh, that's so cute. Like, planned as in, like, a second date update? (laughs) You can ask her in one of those. Well, they're never emailing us again. (laughs) Okay. But there is something in the works. Yeah, yeah, I've got something lined up. I don't know if I believe it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I know. Doesn't matter who he's planning right after this call. Doesn't matter. Justin is frantically Googling on his computer right now, like how to do a marriage proposal. Where the cheapest wedding rings. Okay, well, are you guys good? Hey, but we good. Yeah. He asked her. I think we just need to talk off the air. Oh. Okay. So you want us to come over later? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start a brand new segment, Off the Air Conversations (laughs) with Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. If you guys are really doing that, I'd like to unsubscribe from the mailing room. (laughs) Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for another edition of Care or Don't Care, and it's actually becoming more popular with the listeners lately. Ooh. In fact, someone texted into 78592, Care or Don't Care is the only thing I've ever cared about in my entire life. Oh, my God. And oh. I just gave birth to my first child. Um. <laughs> 
that's sweet. That's oh. nice. Yeah. But they were listening to the segment while giving birth. How, how does a newborn already need therapy? See, there you go. It's officially the radio segment that's more important than the birth of your own children. Oh, so wow. go tell your pregnant wife, hold it in a little longer. Yeah, okay. Because a brand oh. new care don't care is coming up at 810. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And it's time for another edition of Care or Don't Care. Oh, all Yay! right. If you haven't heard this before, it's really simple. I'll read a headline, and if my co-hosts say they care, then we're going to be treated to a private stand-up performance by none other than Hollywood funny man Kevin Hart. Whoa! Wow. We interviewed him once, so he's, I believe it. He's waiting out in the yeah. lobby. I just got off the phone with him. He's on board. Okay. But <laughs> if they don't care... Then we'll have our own Jose Bolaños do 100 consecutive impressions of D-list celebs from the 1990s. <laughs> At first, I was like, that sounds kind of cool, but oh yeah, not the D-list part. Quick, Jose, give us a five-second Tony Danza. Angela, Samantha, <laughs> that's what's the boss. There you Thank go. You Is that much. what you want? <laughs> 100 of those Thank if you. you don't care. Angela. No, make it stop. Right. Cody Danza is like sexy, not like an old. I don't even know who we're talking about. Angela. I'll tell you. <laughs> we could just do that the entire seven minutes. No. No? Okay. No. <laughs> I only know the two names if you haven't yeah, yeah, right. Let's just get into it with your first headline <laughs> The greatest plot twist ever for a cheating story. Oh. Care or don't care? Oh, to care, man. Maggie Clayton came home from a long day of work recently, pulled into her driveway, and her heart immediately started racing. Because from outside, she could hear loud music blaring and spotted a figure of a woman standing near the window. Uh-oh. So Maggie's first thought was she just caught her husband cheating. Oh, no. And that's when she whipped out her phone and started recording to make sure she caught the dirty deed on camera. Uh. Next thing you know, she flings open the door, screams, and was completely shocked and utterly speechless at what she saw. What she Turns out she didn't catch her husband cheating with another woman. Her husband was the other woman because he was wearing a big 80s rocker wig, sporting what? skinny jeans and a guitar, <laughs> pretending to be a rock star. <laughs> oh my god, he's just having a little me time. Well, he was with one of his buddies in the living room and they were rocking out together. They're just messing around. Singing along to Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. The video, oh which Maggie shared on TikTok, <laughs> has gone funny. viral. It's been viewed more than three million times. Oh, my gosh. God. God, you'd have to feel so stupid, though. <laughs> You're like, I thought you were living the rock star lifestyle, yeah. not <laughs> pretending to actually be a rock star. Let's go to your next headline. The Impossible Burger just got jobbed. Care or don't care? I have to care. You know I love the Impossible yeah. Burger, I... and I care solely because Jeffrey hates it so yeah, much. I don't really care. Thank you, Alexis. But let's. No, it's good. We got enough cares here. <laughs> this just in: plant-based food company Beyond Meat just announced they're going to be partnering with several major fast food chains in the coming years. Dude, that's awesome. To expand their offerings of meatless meat. <laughs> Well, Pretty soon, you won't have a choice, Jeffrey. You're just going to have to eat that stuff. <laughs> right, so it's more than just burgers now. What might you see in the near future? 
How about a Taco Bell faux chalupa? I'm down. Oh, I don't know. Come don't on. My you can't I tell that Taco know. Bell meat is meat anyway. Well, you're right. I'm wasted when I've ever. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to make any difference to you. What about a stuffed crust faux meat lover's pizza? I'm in. Oh. I'm in. I don't like know it. about that one. McDonald's says they're going to be using the Beyond Meat partnership to roll out what they're calling the McPlant Burger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could get behind that. I may try that, yeah. <laughs> Just, okay. <laughs> It's they just, still have the special it's like an oxymoron. <laughs> and not only that, it is actually an oxymoron. You'll be able to get an egg McFo muffin and McChicken faux nuggets. Oh, it's <laughs> just hard to say. I mean. <laughs> it's become so popular the last few years. Several large restaurant chains are now trying to make it happen, where there's going to be no more meat on the menu, just uh, all faux meat options yeah. all the time. Jeffrey, it's great what for the planet. Do, it's great for your health. Yeah. Jump on board, man. Don't you know miss this train, okay? No, Don't I'm not Jumping on board, I'm, I'm jumping off the cliff. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> Let's just go to your next headline. My vacuum has a drinking problem. What? Care or don't care? <laughs> uh, I don't care. This I don't really care. It was the only time I, I just... related to my vacuum. I care. Yeah. You just buy vacuums of wine or something. Totally, totally. All right. Sorry, vacuums. You're going to have to figure this out on your own. <laughs> I'm sorry if I offended any vacuums. Yeah. <laughs> See if you guys care about this one. It's the feel-good story that I'll have you saying... You gotta be kidding me. Oh. Care or don't care? So bad care. care. Oh, okay. If it Come was on. drunk kittens, you would have oh, cared. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Right. Back in 2005, <laughs> a two-month-old brown tabby kitten named Brandy went missing one night from her home. Oh, no. Her owner was a 45-year-old computer technician named Brandon. He went out and searched for her everywhere. Oh. Put up but, signs, scoured the neighborhood, did everything he could think of to locate his little feline friend. Yeah. But after several weeks, he couldn't find her and oh. gave up. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. All right. Oh. I'm glad you guys wanted to hear that story. That was, that was it. I'm, there's more. Sorry, there's more. <laughs> now, almost 16 years later, he received a phone call from the Los Angeles County Animal Shelter, and they said Brandy was found. <gasps> Yay! What? With her microchip, they found her at a local oh. shelter and asked Brandon if he would like to come back and get her 15 oh. years after she was yes. lost. So he has an elderly cat now? Where has she been? Oh. What well, has she been doing? Brandon what? said, quote, I was skeptical. I thought this must be a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a one in a million chance that it's actually her. So he went over and when he showed up, Brandy jumped into his arms oh. and started to purr. Oh. They're showing it. They're showing a picture right now. How little Brandy. be a cat hater? Oh, I mean, so look at that little sweetie. Even like an elderly cat, she's still tiny. Oh. At that point, Brandon broke down and cried, thinking of all the years that he'd lost with her. Oh. So he I took her home, it. and now they're a happy family wow. again. Yeah, what has she been doing, though? Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Jeff's joke of the day. Care, care or don't care? care? Definitely care. What do you call a fairy that doesn't bathe? <laughs> what? What? Stinker Bell. Ah. <laughs> hey, that's cute. <laughs> I really like that one. Maybe yes, one. Let's get a. How about a, a Polly Shore real quick? And it's the weasel. What's up, bro? Let's go get some oh, spicy little no. nuggets. <laughs> it was like an Irish Polly Shore, but I like it. Irish. I don't know. At the end there, it sounded a little Irish that's to me. Care, Scottish, I don't yeah. care. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooke, this is for 12 wins in a row today. Okay. Go Hawks. 
Oh, yeah, go yeah, like, I get it. Every time we say 12, Jose always yeah. shouts, go yeah, Hawks. Yeah, actually, uh, secret, when I answer the phones and I'm clearing the phone lines, every time I tell number 12, go Hawks. Yes, so, so. going for number 12 today Fun and going to be taking on first-time player oh. Sarah from Puyallup, who was a stay-at-home mom with four kids but Ooh. just got back into the job market selling insurance. Okay, hey. Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, thank you. Hi. The kids drove you to insurance. There must be some exciting insurance. What's the most exciting insurance that you sell, Sarah? Um, well, it's just home and auto right now, but it's the stories that come behind the mm. insurance. That's- yeah. You should tell people, like, explosion insurance. Yeah. No, okay. Because, like, if your car explodes, right? Yeah. Don't, don't ever hire Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Jose would buy, like, asteroid insurance. Oh, I'd buy all this. Yeah, slow motion insurance. What if you're stuck in slow motion? Oh, these are things that you need to think of. I have you back. (laughs) Sarah, you have some future clients here on the line, so... uh... I'm sold, Sarah. Calling you guys back then. All right. Well, let's get into your questions here. you got 30 seconds to answer as many as possible. If you don't know when, you can say pass, but you have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, good luck. You're good. Your time starts now. What animated television show got its start on this day in 1987? Pass. In America, what's the most common state flower? Rose. What singer was known as the Queen of Soul? Pass. In the Dr. Seuss books, which elephant hatched an egg? Pass. All dog breeds are descendant from what other animal? Wolf. All right, we got those in. Brooke's going to come back into the studio. And Sarah, a lot of the times when we have guests on the show, their interesting fact is about a celebrity. And I see here that you have some story about a celebrity that led to something permanent. Is that right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> what? Unfortunately, what happened? Yeah. I met Riff Raff a few years ago when he was in Seattle. And... <laughs> scared me to get his name tattooed on him and i was like i'm okay whatever and he grabbed like the thickest sharpie around wrote his name on my thigh and so now i just walk around with a big riffraff name on my thigh you're speaking with a bunch of celebrities on the radio right now how about adding another matching tattoo on the other thigh how does my name on your forehead sound (laughs) Uh, unfortunately i'm i can't i'm fine Uh, we have have less pole than riffraff I'm sorry, Sarah, but that hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Brooke. Uh-huh. Here we go. I know she named her kids Riff Raff just so that she could say, oh, those yeah. are your names. Are okay. you ready? Yeah. Your time starts uh. now. What animated television show got its start on this day in 1987? Uh, pass. In America, what's the most common state flower? Uh, Daisy. What singer was known as the Queen of Soul? Uh, Aretha Franklin. In the Dr. Seuss books, which elephant hatched an egg? Horton. All dog breeds are descendant from what other animal? Uh, Wolf. Name the ancient Greek writer who was famous for his fables. Uh, Socrates. All right, got those answers in. Time to go to the scoreboard to see how you did with Jose. There's a person on my back. Uh, And, oh! (laughs) <laughs> Bolaños. Sarah, you got two correct today. Uh, That's one, solid. Solid score. One okay, for Riff, if, one for Raph. If I win, that means you get a tattoo. Uh-oh. <laughs> and Brooke, yeah. you uh-huh. got three. Oh. Uh, My name's spelled with 
with an E, Sarah. E at the end of Brooke. <laughs> I knew as soon as you got that, Dr. Seuss, that I was done for. You must uh, read more books to your kids than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I only have two of them, so it's easier. Well, let's go over the answers here. The animated TV show that got to start on this day in 1987, that was The Simpsons. Oh, oh yeah. The most common state flower in America is the rose. Five states have it as their official state flower. Yeah, you got, you got that, that right, one, Sarah. Sarah. Be more original, states. <laughs> the singer who was known as the Queen of Soul was Aretha Franklin. In the Dr. Seuss books, Horton is the elephant who hatched an egg. All dog breeds are descendants from wolves. And the ancient Greek writer famous for his fables, Aesop. Oh, Aesop's, Aesop's fables, mm-hmm. like Lion and the Mouse. So, like the rapper. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, Sarah, unfortunately, can't give you any money here, but just for playing, you do win a twenty-dollar gift card to Cold Stone Creamery. Mm. Yay! Yeah. Yay! In Brooks' home with two young children, Cold Stone is known as the Great Silencer. <laughs> so use it as a tool to your advantage in your own home. Sarah, all right? I know. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for playing. Definitely come back and try and beat Brooke again, okay? Yes. Guess how it's going. All right, you too. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.